to do everybody what's up what's up what's up you know it is time for a new episode of rent free with tech supreme on this beautiful february uh day it's like uh 60 degrees outside it is kind of super early for this warm weather but i will take it i am not complaining one bit hope everyone had a good uh productive couple weeks or a week since the last episode uh let's just jump right into it um basically uh i've been trying to I focus a lot of my energies on It's All Cap, my hat company. I got a couple new hats we're launching. I know I noticed something with a lot of retailers uh, that they they always have the next thing going ready. And I'm still getting the hang of it. So I'm still trying to get into the swing of things. But I feel like I'm getting uh, better at preparing for the next thing. So uh, without further ado, we have the St. Louis um, St. Patrick's Day hats, right? With the St. Louis flag in the St. Patty's Day colors. It's all cap. So super excited about this. And of course, I'm really, really extra if my if you don't know already. Uh, so I got these Lucky Charm Crocs to go with my St. Patrick's Day outfit. These are ridiculous Crocs. They absolutely have glitter on them. But, you know, we still rocking with it because we have we here for a good time in a long time. These motherfuckers is magically delicious uh, out this joint. So... Super excited about St. Patrick's Day. Every year, uh, John Harrington from the Midwest Avengers invites me and my wife and anyone who else really I can, I can bring, as long as they're good people, uh, to, to participate in the St. Patrick's Day parade. Uh, we do the downtown and Dogtown one. That's going to come up in a couple weeks. And this time, it's going to be crazy because uh, downtown's parade is on a Saturday, and the next day, the Dogtown parade. Normally, uh, the downtown parade is always on a Saturday, and then the St. Patrick's Day parade in Dogtown is whenever St. Patrick's Day is. And, like, you'll see thousands of people, like, just no matter what day it is, they're taking off work, they're kicking it in Dogtown. It's always crazy. The Dogtown one's always crazy, but there's always a couple days in between or a few days in between, and this year we're not getting that. It's going to be back-to-back, and it's going to be a blast. Looking forward to it uh, if we do it again this year. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is always a good vibe. Uh, you know, I I know I'm part Irish. Like, my, my lineage is Scotch-Irish, but Irish, said it really weird, but... Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't claim that, right? You know, we're like because of slave owners. Uh, but I do fucks with uh, St. Patrick's Day. I always have. So uh, super excited to kick it with with everyone and uh, have a good old Jameson time. You heard that right. Uh, also, in, you know, the spirit of we're trying to get better at preparing for events and holidays and things like that with the retail side, we have our official 314 Day Hats, uh, St. Louis. You know, it's a St. Louis thing from the Lou which is a, a riff on the Nelly line from the Lou and I'm Proud with the St. Louis flag on the side. It's all cap on the back. These joints going for 30 on the website. Put them on the website today. We're doing black and uh, black and red. And also doing white, black and white. Super excited about all that. So new hats coming. They Mardi Gras was crazy. I don't know. I talked about Mardi Gras last week. Everyone who I was with had Mardi Gras hats on. It was awesome. So like, I love the support I'm getting. It's, it's fantastic. So I couldn't be uh, more happy or proud to, to push with this company and try to make something happen with uh, embroidery, which also shout out to Jack Nolan's. This is one of the defect hats, but I need a hat because I all my hats are upstairs. So anyway, 
Uh, moving on, I wanted to talk about Jordan Retros. This is something that just I've always thought about, and obviously I like Jordan Retros. I like, you know, I mean, they're iconic sneakers. Super iconic. The problem is, I feel that with Jordan Retro shoes, everyone's wearing the same shoes, and they're spending more and more money for these shoes. They're getting the same colors, the same shoe, different colors. And it's, to me, it's just getting Jordans is kind of just played out, right? Like, you, you look, we look like everybody else. We busted our ass to get these shoes. And, like, you know, like not, like, you know, physically, but, like, it is, it's, it's a task to get these shoes. Like, you got to make sure you hit right. You know, you got the Nike app that doesn't ever work for me. I usually hit on Foot Locker. But, like, why do we do that? Like, it's been 30 years since Jordan played, right? Like, 90s right and it's 24 so like 20 at least 25 years 30 years why do we still as a culture right and not 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 just like a hip-hop culture almost but why are we still holding on to these shoes like to the point where we almost not giving new shoes a chance uh one of my favorite shoes in the last couple years are mellow ball ball shoes with puma and i i was Growing up, I've always thought, like, oh, I'm never going to wear anything but Nike or Jordan. Like, I was that guy, right? And, like, now that I'm wearing some Nikes now, and there's some, like, match my shirt type shit. But, like, why do we always feel the need to wear Jordan retros? Like, I like them. I fuck with them. And it's not really, like, a debate that we had. I just, like, except for, like, we just look like bots. Like, everyone looks like bots wearing the same shoes just in the same way. And, like, Jordan Brands is getting over year after year by just re-releasing the same shoes in different colors and... Everyone's losing their minds, but there's so many other good shoes out there. The John Morant's a fire. Um, I like the Anthony Edwards. We're talking about signature basketball shoes. You know, like there's, again, I'm a big Mellow fan. I I think I don't have a Mellow MB3 uh, because his years are MB1, MB2, MB3, like his go with his seasons. I don't have an MB3, so that's going to change soon. Um, but I definitely got a bunch of ones and twos, MB1s and twos. Um Tons of good sneakers out there. LeBron James has some, always has good sneakers. I think he had probably the second most iconic run. Because I feel like the Prontos for Kobe was maybe, I know I'm getting real deep into like sneaker shit. I feel like the Prontos is maybe Kobe's best sneaker. Um, that's the ones that I always see resurface. Uh, but LeBron had the 8s, the 9s, the 7s was crazy. Uh, the 17s. I, I personally really love the 17s. There's so many better shoes, and I just don't understand why everyone just covets these these Jordans. And I get it. I'm a big Jordan 3 guy, 11 and 12 guy. Um, I even got a couple. I got some 5s in there. Got some. I need some 9s, but I, it's just why do we do that? I, I don't get it. If you know, let me know in the comments why do we obsess over the same sneakers over and over again. Uh, but moving right along, one big thing that hit the news this week was uh, OpenAI, which is you know basically the guys behind ChatGPT, which I... I love ChatGPT. I use it to write descriptions for the podcast, uh, to like when I do like blurbs for new releases, new songs, I'll always put use ChatGPT to kind of court curtail it. I do a lot of uh, volunteer work with the neighborhood association, so they help that ChatGPT helps me a lot in that if I'm trying to formulate certain uh, like emails or whatever or reach out to certain people. I prefer to be like AI think about it. Like and it's fantastic. It works really well. Um, but now what they're doing is the chartering into the video aspect of it, which uh, a year ago they had a video of Will Smith um, eating spaghetti and it was ridiculously horrible, like ridiculously bad, just got awful. And <laughs> now it's so realistic and it's, it's actually kind of scary how realistic it is. Uh, the problem is 
we're blurring the lines between reality and virtual. And we can all easily see the implications in the future. Like something can go wrong very easily with this informa- with this type of uh, stuff. Um, especially if it gets, if it evolves, like it, it has been evolving. ChatGPT has evolved just in a few months. Imagine a video. If it's, if it's evolved from the Will Smith in spaghetti to realistic Asian woman walking down the street in Tokyo, that looks completely realistic or puppies playing in snow that looks completely realistic. You know, once you start implementing code writing prompts that will allow people to put, oh, put this face from these videos into this and they have them do this, you know, we already have it where people are doing AI, like deep fakes and like trying to hurt people with, I think uh, the podcast of Bobby Otliff, Otloff, the little like dry personality podcast uh, industry plant that everyone says. Um, she had a video leak this week that was not her, but it was her face deep faked on a porn. That can be damaging. Like, that's fucked up. And, like, I feel like, even though I do like it, I know I'm going to use Sora when it comes out. Even if it's like behind a paywall, I probably will pay for it because there's a lot of reasons why I need it as a graphic designer and as a music producer when I'm releasing records and I want, like, maybe a, a custom eight-second loop for Spotify when you play Spotify, the loop will play. I will use it for that. But, you know, it's something that we all need to keep an eye out. And also the regulations need to come into to effect for uh, these these uh, artificial intelligence things. Like, we definitely need strong regulations for it, which, you know, everyone kind of scrimmages or squirms when you say uh, regulations. But, like, honestly, it cannot go unchecked because you know people are going to abuse it. People abuse just having, just being on the internet, people abuse that, right, with trolls and stuff like that. So they're going to definitely be trolling with these. So, like, I don't know. I don't think it's a good look. But I also do. I'm on the fence. Let me know what you think. Uh, moving right along, I have a new television show obsession. Now, my wife has been talking about this show for years. Her her parents watched it. Um, everyone in, in like they everyone who's seen this says like they love it. So I reluctantly one day uh, I said that we reluctantly one day started watching Yellowstone. I was been interested. I was interested, you know, and I fucked with Kevin Costner. Like who don't. And um, to my surprise, I'm addicted to it. I'm already ran through the first four seasons. I got one more season to go um, before I'm completely caught up. And it is fire. John Dutton is dope. And I'm right now I'm in my cowboy era. You know, like I just it's, it's dope. It's, a, it's like here's what I like it. To, I liken it to liken it to. I'm all over the place with words today. Here's what I liken it to. The wire for white people. Now, I you have to understand the wire and you have to understand Yellowstone to get it. And, like, they're not similar in, like, stories. They're just similar in, in like, kind of you're following corrupt people who are teetering the line of right and wrong. And then you're, you're it's violence and it's drama. It's, 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 it reminds me of each other a lot. And I love The Wire. If you've never seen The Wire, go to Max and watch The Wire. It's, a, it's like five seasons. It's a heavy watch, but it's really good. And then you, you'll start to see, you'll start to see a lot of the stars from the wire who like went on to become way, 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 way bigger. Uh, that's my wife. So hold on a second. We're going to stop recording and we're back. Uh, yeah, that was my wife. We went out last night. She had a little too much tequila for a national margarita day and now she's hurting, but it all good. It all happened. It happens to the best of us. All right. So talking about Yellowstone, back to Yellowstone. Great show. Fantastic uh, character development. Um, I, I did look at, uh, my wife's mom sideways for being this into such a violent show, but it's a, you know it's all fun and games. It's a good show. Can't wait for season six. Uh, can't wait to finish season five. Uh, it's super interesting. Uh, but you know that's my new my new show for right now. And uh, yes, I am going to Montana this year because my wife and her and her mom are so obsessed with Yellowstone. 
couple years ago, me and my wife went to a Habitat for Humanity um, event, auction event, and she won, she bid and won on a trip to Montana. I didn't understand it, but now I can't wait to go because like the scenes in this show are absolutely breathtaking and it takes place in Montana, uh, in Yellowstone. So I guess it's Montana. I don't know for sure, but um, super excited to see the landscape. I'm super excited to take my drone out there. So you're definitely going to have some drone footage coming up, going up on that uh, whenever we get back from that trip in a few months. Uh, moving on. This is, uh, I should have like late, I, I came up with these topics for the show and I just run with it. Like I just, I don't, there's no script. I don't really think about what I'm going to say before I say it. I just put my topics in front of me, put the camera on, record it, go. That's, just, that's how I do it. Um, so like the order of these things probably could be thought out a little bit because this next story is a sad, sad story. Uh, now, basically what happened was a couple of days ago, a woman, um, that hit the news that five family members died in a, in a house fire in Ferguson. Um, so that was super sad as it is. And, uh, it's one of my acquaintances, uh, were talking about it on their Facebook and how this, the mother was such a sweet lady they were friends had beautiful kids saw the picture they, they were just adorable family and um it was heartbreaking and a couple of days later passes come to find out that the mom who was what 37 38 uh she took it upon herself to kill herself and her kids that's the story now now it, can something come up later yeah we're not no one knows for sure i mean us as people we just know what they tell us and as, as far as we know right now, murder-suicide. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because, one, it's been weighing heavily on me all week. Between that and there was uh, a transgender, non-binary uh, a child who was beaten to death in a bathroom. Uh, there was a, a young high schooler who passed away in, in an area high school in the bathroom from an overdose or suicide. It's been a lot of negative shit this week in the news. And I hate when people make it about them, so this is not about me. I am saying... It's weighed heavily on my conscience, and I want to talk to you about it because I feel like not everyone, like mental health is like, and it can happen to anybody. Like, no one says how, like, this is, she had like long going mental health issues, the mom who killed herself and her kids. Uh, it, it's always, it's, I think to me, it's about something happens, something like people feel trapped, they feel like there's no other way. Um, not necessarily like a diagnosable mental health issue, right? It's not like a diagnosed depression. It's just literally a snapping moment, right? There's no signs for that because then everyone around would, would intervene almost. Uh, so I want everyone to know, like, if you know me, if you don't know me, if you need someone to talk to, a dial, I think there's a number to dial, um, This is great podcasting, but I think it's 811, maybe. No, I'll find it and, and, and link it somehow, but uh, there's a number to call. But like, if you can reach out to someone like me or anyone you know, reach out to them, talk to them, don't suffer in silence. Uh, try your best to, to not feel alone because we're not. We're on this unique journey together of life. So talk to someone. It's all I can say. And if anyone hears my voice and like needs to talk, talk. Trauma dump on me. I tell people, people like have this thing where they're like, oh, don't trauma dump on me. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. We can talk it, talk it out. I've been through a lot of shit. You never know. I can give you a perspective. 
you don't know about. And I just always feel that like people should have a safe place to go and talk to someone. And instead of like feeling like they're alone and feel like they're in the world. And I don't know what this, this young woman thought, you know, like obviously it's, it's tragic and horrific. She killed her four kids, bro. Like that's fucked up. But, um, there's, there's, there's 100% a better way in all of it, no matter what the issue is. And, I, and that's another reason why I'm apprehensive from what they're saying, because like, I just can't imagine a mom killing her four kids like that just because for whatever reason, you know, like I don't get it, but so I, I just hope, I, I hope that that's not the case. Right. I hope like they, I, I don't hope, but like it would be easier to comprehend if it was someone's else nefarious activity that created this and not just a feeling of desperation. That's the heartbreaking part is the feeling of desperation. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Now, this next story um, I want to talk about is this. We're, I'm just going to play it first. Get a job and everything will be okay. Yes, that's what my mom and dad would say. Job, 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 job. We want to make a video on how we too smart for that. We too smart for that. Homeless and smart. We too smart for that shit. Job, man. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all get me crazy. Y'all drive me crazy with that J-O-B stuff. You know my family hit me up and said, I'm a punk. I need to get a job. Man, fuck all that. Okay, so. All right. So this couple, uh, they've gotten their 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 content up, their their attention on them is because he was TikToking from a storage unit. And he kept TikToking like, oh, we're not supposed to be here. I work at the storage unit, but we live in a storage unit. And then, of course, it goes viral storage unit kicks him out because they see it if they see it they know him kick him out and he's glorifying being a bum almost and it's just the weirdest shit to me uh but they're completely serious look at look at her face job, bro like bro. talking about a job i'm not getting no job he's talking about he's too smart to get a job bro like he lives in a tent his other videos are him in a tent bro i'm an entrepreneur so his name is fullest uh nest and so that's him and his girl, and they're in all these videos. And to me, I just think it's the funniest shit. Because, like, hopefully they're making money now off of these videos and these views. Probably not a lot. Because, like, honestly, like, unless you're going to millions, you really probably aren't doing too great. Like, he, like this video has, like, a nice amount, but not, not any, anywhere that would be, like, life-changing amount. The mentality is, is very interesting. Like, too smart for a job. And I've been thinking about that all week. Like... There's a lot of people who decided a long time ago that they were going to take a path because they, they were just lazy. And for him, settling around in, into tents and hotels and begging for money, that's, oh, that's within his realms of what he can do. And she's in the same boat. She's an idiot as well. I'm, I don't mind calling them idiots because they are. Um, I mean, if, even if they're just playing like certain things you shouldn't promote, I don't think they're playing because like they show you the tent, they show you the things and like they like he's like this is his content. Like he's dead serious about being in a tent. Let's see here. Essentials. And for some people, because he's talking about here, explaining things to y'all is not working. So we're done. We just going to show y'all how we live our lives because we're done. This is not working and it's really getting me frustrated. We were staying with our family, but we decided to go back outside in the tent. He said, we were with family, but we want to be in this tent. Can't make this up, man. This is a crazy world we live in, man. People do a lot of dumb shit for clout. And they, this guy and his, his girlfriend, they are roughing it out for what, whatever reasons. So 
as another thing too is like being from New Jersey. I see a lot of I've seen a lot of homeless people in my entire life, and I being in New Jersey kind of makes you feel like desynthesized to homeless people uh, because like you have to have someone that you can go to, right? Like I I don't know. I couldn't imagine being homeless because. I try not to let pride rule the day. Like, if I ever get in a situation where I'm down bad, I know there's a ton of people I can call. Like, yo, I need help, bro. You know? Because, like, I would... I And I would also think that people can look at me in that same way, making me and my wife, like, you know, if I, if they, if I need some, if I need something that's serious, like, you know, they can hold us down. But that's just crazy, man. That's not, not even really too much to talk about there. It's just, like, people are really out here doing whatever they can for cloud. Don't be that person, right? Like, being homeless is not cool. Living in a tent is not cool. Like con- continually living in, I, and I, I also hate people who do the van life thing. I think that's like simulated homelessness. I think that's corny too. But uh, moving on because that's a dumb topic. Uh, Madam Web saw it last week. It was horrible. Uh, moving on. X Men ninety seven is uh, cartoons going to come out, and they got a lot of backlash this week because a lot of people were like, "This looks woke," <laughs> and like. If you say that the X-Men look woke, that tells me that you have no idea about the X-Men. Stan Lee created the X-Men with Jack Kirby and whoever else to tell a story about the civil rights movement. That's literally why they did it. Uh, they used mutants as the minority and the government trying to kill them and separate them. And like all of it's been woke. It's been woke since it's been woke since day one, bro. And if you don't know that, then you're not a fan. And when white people say woke, they mean anti-them, anti-white. And, it's, and the, reason, the reason why I say that is because if something's too woke, it takes away, it's, they feel like it takes away from them. Not all, but, you know, like the rhetoric of anti-woke movement. And I feel like a lot of people don't even know what it means. And if you don't know what it means, here's a, a refresher. Black people are saying stay woke uh, for years, years, most of my life, to basically say, to be like, we'll tell each other stay woke. That basically means to be aware of the injustices that we face as minorities and stay aware. And basically, basically like when people say, hey, man, go be safe. It's kind of like that. Right. Like, hey, bro, stay woke. Like means like be aware of what's of what's of the the traps. And there's tons of traps if you're black. Like there's tons of traps um, right now. The trap that I'm dealing with in, in, in my eyes is the school system um, pipeline into the prison system. The way they underfund certain neighborhoods well, urban, black neighborhoods. And uh, underfund them and, and, and just basically keep them into poverty and keep the school systems underfunded so they stay uneducated. All this is a part of a, of a scheme. So when we say stay woke, that's what we're talking about. So if, you, if you're telling me now, like if you like, let's look up the definition of woke. Like let's, let's just, if I can find my, when you have four monitors, it's hard to find your mouse. Define woke, passive wake. Thank you, Google. <laughs> um... Aware of and actively attentive to attentive to important social societal facts and issues, especially issues of racial and social justice. So when you say you're anti-woke, it means you're anti-black, right? So you're saying you're saying so using that the definition of it, right? If you say something's is they're being woke, you're you don't know what it means. So you're not saying that it, like you're not saying like, oh, this is to be aware of important societal facts and issues involving race and social injustice. You don't know. You don't know what that means. You've compartmentalized it to, to think woke means left, 
and progressive. So not only do you want to be regressive, you're too dumb to know that you're not even saying the right word. Like you're not even saying like you're not using the word the word in the wrong way. X Men been woke, bro. Like just get over it. It is what it is. Like it's political. It's political story. It's like and all of it is. Captain America is a political figure. They created that during World War One or two, uh, or I guess two to to fight Nazis. Like that's what Captain America was about. It was a symbol. X Men are a symbol of. Uh, a class of people who are treated less than because of how they were born. What are we talking about? But that's the, the positivity of it. X-Men 97 looks fantastic. There's a scene in a cartoon in the, in the trailer where Gambit is riding Wolverine's back, which I've never seen that before. I, you know, like there, there've been stuff in the comics and the movies in which like Colossus will throw Wolverine. And I've never seen like Wolverine, like giving someone a ride but so then Wolverine like unhinges his claws and then Gambit like charges them with kinetic energy. And it was literally everything to me. Like my whole, my, the, the, the 14, 13, 12 year old image screamed with joy at this visual. I can't wait for X-Men 97. And I was telling someone else that like, this is how, this is how Marvel will transition uh, fans out of Fox Wolverine, right? Hugh Jackman's Wolverine into this new Wolverine that we're about to get in the Deadpool movie coming out uh, later this, this summer. It makes sense to me. Uh, you introduce the classic uh, Wolverine from X-Men 97 and, and you bring him into today's world right before you introduce another Wolverine who's wearing the same outfit or a very similar outfit. To me, it's, it's by design and I can't wait to see what they do with it. Um, yeah, uh, one last thing. I did drop a new song this week. It, I was supposed to be last week, but I got I I did all the work for it. This is funny. I did all the work for it, all the visuals, everything, and I forgot one step in the process, actually uploading the song. So when I thought it was about to come out, I was doing like, oh, drops tomorrow, drops today. I went to look for it. It's like, oh, wait, you fucking idiot. I did not upload it. So it's uploaded now. It's called Your Love. I, of course, this is, it was a theme for Valentine's Day when I, when I made it. I was thinking about love and uh, I found a cool, like a little vocal sample uh, from Splice that I used. Uh, just like, you know, I like to add little vocal chops in sometimes and uh, it, it fit. So check it out. It's a, a definitely more future-based EDM track. I can do it all. So don't, don't like, don't expect one sound from me. I'm going to, I'm going to do some hip hop. I'm going to do some rap. I'm going to do some trap. I'm going to do some EDM. I'm going to do some future bass. I could do some retro funk. That's kind of been like my lanes lately. Uh, so it's going to go down. Check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, all the places that you listen to music. And let me know what you think. I'm going to include a snippet of the video after the podcast uh, for the YouTubers. And plus, also go to my page on YouTube to see all the other releases I have as well, as well as other podcast episodes. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to me, via audio, which a lot of people do, and I do appreciate that. And I do see the numbers. I'm super excited that you guys are listening every week. And I do drop an episode at just, you know, um, rate, rate it on your apps and then hit the like button and just share it. Sharing is free. I love people who share my, my shit. I share people's shit that I believe in. If you share my shit, it lets me know, like, you don't, it's not, you're not giving me money. You're not, like, you know, that's, that's not what that is. You're just, you're supporting and you're spreading the word. And that goes so much further than anything else. It's spreading the word. So having said that, Thank you for listening to Rent Free with Texas Supreme. This was episode 38. I don't know the name of it yet, but it will be on the bottom. Hit the like button again. 
Appreciate, love you guys. If you guys need someone to talk to, always hit me up on social media or whatever. Don't suffer alone. That's the moral of this episode. Don't suffer alone. I will see you next time. Peace. Be safe.